Previously on the No Mercy Podcast. Pip is confronted by Nella, who wants Pip to leave until the Engelfifers secure the flute. Pip and Funky leave the busted wheel and head to the belted tenor to rest. In the morning, Funky is offered something called spice from a stranger. The two then set off to the strolling residence and meet up with Stefan. If the two complete a task, they will be offered rewards of their choosing. Pip decides on the rewards. Because then I'd want a forest route for Ralric. I know, Ralric placed the forest, right? Just, I don't know. I know that chest is mountainous, but also I feel like we're bad in the mountains. From a survival standpoint, that's Ralric's thing, right? Because that's probably... Dungeon information also seems like an option of things that we could do. (laughs) Jungle and dungeon. (laughs) Or sorry, forest and dungeon. Forest and dungeon? Sure. Well, what is it you want? Forest and Dungeon! Forest and Dungeon. Pip and Funky, is that your final answer? I look at Pip. I guess. Right, Pip. Yeah, let's do it. You know what's gonna be hilarious is that Chess is gonna come back and be like, Oh, you all heard it early, you idiots! You shouldn't have done that! <laughs> <laughs> Stefan goes into detail about the mission that needs to be completed to earn this information. And as you're discussing the flavor, that's when, uh, Stefan eventually comes back in, and he bursts through the door, and he holds it up in the air, and it looks like he's just holding a gold coin. Hmm. Oh. Okay. I thought it would be some something with a handle, or some sort of headpiece thing. Alright, guys. You ready? We gotta... I mean, you'll have a couple hours if you want to do something beforehand, but then we gotta start heading off, because we gotta follow him the entire way from a distance until nighttime and he falls asleep. Doesn't need batteries or anything? No. He just hold hands and put it on his forehead while he sleeps. But he has to go outside the dome, right? Yeah. But he's heading down south towards Amber. Right. Oh. Okay. Your tiger's name is Jemmy. He's about six foot eight. Intel has him leaving south in a couple hours. You need to follow him until he sleeps and then use this device to enter his dream. Remember that if you get hurt there, you get hurt in real life. We'll have all the same abilities inside, but we'll also be able to use our minds to do things we couldn't normally do because we're in a dream. Or are we going to go run some errands before we head off? Yeah, you got to do anything beforehand? Meet you at towards the gate in two hours. Up to you. Meet at the gate in two hours? Let's meet at the gate in two hours. I don't want to go just yet. I'll see you there. The two then head towards Better Than Gary Joey's collectibles and things, looking to buy components before heading off on their mission. Now, let's jump into this episode of the No Mercy Podcast. No mercy, no, no, no mercy. A new chapter, a new arc, a new adventure No mercy, no. Stronger's lacking in the smarts. The cleric does the touchy feel like groby healing arts. A broken hearted ranger with a dragon slaying bow and a sweet singing gnome who tackles every foe with no mercy. No mercy. No, no, no mercy. No, no mercy. So you are currently in the streets. You had just left Josephine's estate. Stefan had told you that you need to 
meet him at the gate in about two hours so that you can depart and follow Jemmy, the individual that you need to gather this information from. You've decided to head towards the eastern gate to head to Better Than Gary Joyce as Funky decided he wanted to get some spell components before heading off into the dreams. Mm-hmm. The dreamlands of unknown Gadaf. All right, let's head on over to the store. Let's go to let's go to the mall. Let's go to the mall. Okay, so you start heading to Better Than Gary Joey's, and as you're heading that way, Funky, your passive perception, you actually notice a familiar-looking older gnome woman on the side of the road. Do you immediately turn to attention? Old man. Uh, yeah, I would. I would probably just. Give, do what I do when I pass a cop and I'm going a little too fast and just swing my head around and stare. Okay, give him a, give a perception check. Oh god, it's my mom. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm assuming that this is sight-based, right? Yes. Good, because I rolled a 1 and an 18, no. which would be either uh, a 5 or a 22. Tyler so. <laughs> made it so weird to make it smell-based. And this is the thing that Bunky's good at. Old lady smell. Ooh, yeah. Give me that good, good old lady smell. Yeah, 22. <laughs> uh, so as you're walking past her, you do notice that this happens to be Pip's mom. And Pip, uh, Pip's mom looks to have some sort of piece of paper in her hand. With that 22, you can see it looks to be a crude drawing of sorts. And she's walking up to strangers and pointing to the piece of paper and seemingly asking questions of them. Just like trying to grab and stop anybody that walks on by. Have I seen her? You're currently kind of... Down the middle of the road, she's off to one side. It's it's a fairly wide road. Uh, I'd point this out to Pip. Hey, uh, hey, Pip, isn't isn't that your mom? Oh no! And I pop my hood on and I grab Funky's hand and say, "Do do that thing, do that thing where we're faster than everyone, especially the uh, elderly." Uh, I, I mean, I I can. You don't you don't want to say hi to Mama? Nala told me not to. I miss my mom so much, is, but I think it might kill her. Uh, if I do a scan around, do I see the individuals that I know are Pip's relatives anywhere? Uh, we can roll it into the last perception check. Um, you look around, and you don't see any other of uh, what he pointed out to you as his family. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't see Nella around, right? If what Nella, what Nella doesn't know won't hurt him so she looks to be alone her her i couldn't remember what which which gender it's obvious <laughs> um uh give a stealth check who me pip had said well you had said you're throwing up your hood okay uh, i'm not being particularly stealthy right now i'm okay I'm just a, okay. just a dude i rolled a seven by which i mean i rolled a three plus four if if Pip made oh I guess it doesn't matter because my uh, that ability doesn't work in here so so I gotta put my hood up and I'm like hood up! <laughs> and she happens to notice just like her attention just sort of goes over to looking towards Funky and this other version other smaller gnome near him and she's kind of looking you up and down Funky you can see that you know you're definitely wearing the super. Uh, exotic. Oh yeah. I got these eyeballs. I don't remember if it's a. I don't remember if it's a cloak. I think it's, it's a robe. A, no, it's a robe. It's a robe. So you're wearing this like a big, fancy robe. This robe with all these different eyeballs. eyes, kind of looking around on it at different things, and 
you definitely stand out of the crowd. So look like I belong in a special kind of club. She starts sauntering. Yeah. She starts sauntering over to you. Uh, okay. This is the this is decision time, Pip. You, I can go talk to your mom if you want, or we can just move. She needs to know I'm not dead. I can. I mean, if you want, I can talk to your mom, and then you haven't broken a promise to Nella. Fifteen feet. Uh, I go to a, the fruit stand that's just farther away, and I push Funky in her direction. All right, I want I saunter up to to Pip's mom. Oh, uh, excuse me. Uh, that's firstly, that's quite the robe you have on. Oh, thank you. I give it a good twirl. Um, <laughs> and then realize I drank too much, and that probably wasn't a great idea. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, rough, rough night. Oh, it's, it's quite okay, um, but I am just wondering if you've seen this gnome. I, I, it's my son. I haven't seen him in many years, and I, I swear that I saw him last night. So, just looking to see if he's out here. He, oh, he's, he's such the sweetest boy. He has the best singing voice that you may ever, may ever hear. Um, his name is, is Hewitt, but he doesn't like to be called that very much. He he doesn't like to share the same name as the his uh, grandfather and father and such before him. So he he instead goes by Pip. But we still sometimes call him Huey, especially when he's being bad. When he's being and she's just like <laughs> continuing to go on this story about Pip, and then kind of catches her herself for a moment. Oh, um, anyways, but he, here's how he looks. He's uh, much more handsome than I could, I could try. He's probably, he's a bit older, so maybe I hope he doesn't have a beard. I don't really think he'd be a beard type person. I, he needs to show off his jawline. He is, see, he's his great jawline, as you can see right here. Oh, she's just <laughs> continuing to go on and on. <laughs> I, I must say, I, I, I am a fan of a, a good beard, as, as you can see. I mean, I, I've spent some time on this, this puppy right here. Uh, oh yeah, I sorry, I did not mean that as any offense. It's just it looks good on you, but everyone looks good with a beard. Uh, it would not, not, not nice. <laughs> uh, I, I think I've, I think I've run into this Pip you speak of in my travels. Uh, he seemed like he was alive. She immediately grabs your arm, like your forearm, and starts, you know, not in a hurtful way, but she starts squeezing it. But she does he, break it in half. <laughs> he. He seemed alive and well when I, when I last saw him. Where, where, wait, where, where did you? And she just starts, she starts like, steps forward and steps backward, and she starts looking like she's starting to get a little woozy, and she starts to. Don't kill my mom. Uh, slip backwards and slips on her bum. I'm gonna. Oh, can I try? What? Can I try and catch her? Sure, sure. Go for a just straight dexterity check. <laughs> Here comes Funky's beer gut. That's a five. <laughs> oh, 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 geez, I'm sorry. I, I... Pip is watching this and that's too much for him. Like, his mom's passing on the street. Funky, let her fall. She's an old lady. She's going to break a hip. I, I help her, I help her back up. And are you, are you okay? Are you okay, ma'am? Yes, I, I just, I could have sworn that you said you seen my boy. I, I, yes. I saw, I saw your boy, on the way here, east east of Pesop, sorry west west of Pesop. Uh, how how long ago? Uh, 
Well, I only just got here in the last day or two, so it would have been within the last week. Which which way was was he going? Headed toward Pesop. Different routes, though. And she kind of takes a deep breath in and clasps her hands together. And then she immediately wraps her arms around you. I give her and she starts a nice big hug. A nice big Ben hug. And she starts crying. It's okay. If I see him again, I'll let him know that you're looking for him. No, I'm going to find him. I am going to find him right now. Wait. What? You were just here with someone else. Uh, I don't know. There was someone... Uh, I don't know who's here. I... I just kind of blend in with the crowd so that I'm not, I don't raise suspicions. There's not a lot of dwarves around here. Give a stealth check, Pip. Um, to be clear, I am at a fruit stand, and I'm so like, trying to be stealthy watching this, but I'm also Pip and very emotional, and I keep reaching to hold the hand of the other customer who's beside me. <laughs> well, I don't know. Do you need a deception or anything from me, Tyler? <laughs> oh! I rolled another three, so that's still seven. I rolled an eighteen. Oh, um, oh, she's no, that one, that one right there. Huh? I, I'm just wandering in the streets here. They were there, and she kind of almost seems like she is not um, paying attention to what you're saying and starts heading towards Pip. Kind of just like brushes past you gently. Uh, I, I give a very loud whistle, and kind of try and. If I can get Pip's attention, <laughs> can if in case Pip hasn't seen it. What have I seen with my seven stealth roll and what have you? Like, is she coming right at me? Like, can she see me? Uh, give a perception check as this is going on as we watch. What the hell? This is the third three in a row I rolled. I need a different dice. Perception is two five. Uh, so. There are a lot of people kind of walking down the street and you're keeping eyes on Funky and you're keeping eyes on your mom and kind of watching what's going on. And, you know, then this crowd of looks to be like a class of some kind. Oh, like, like kids? On a field trip going, walking down the street. They, they walk past you. And then when they pass, because they, you know, they were, most of them were young humans, so taller than you. Uh... And once they, they pass, you look at Funky and you no longer see where your mom is. Okay. Can I... Okay, so she's gone. Uh, hey. Oh, butts. Excuse me? Mm, uh, uh, hi. 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 Oh, uh, uh, I, I just saw you traveling with that young man over there. He, he has the robe with the, the eyes and, and such, but he, he... Yep. That's my man. That's, okay, so you did know... <laughs> You did know each other. The man I... That's the man I travel with. Can I... Should, should I... What? What's Pip's body language here? Fear. <laughs> From my distance. Like... Alright. Then I would be making my way back over. To be near Pip. And you just hear, like, a pause for a second. And as Funky's approaching, uh, you hear her say, Is that you? And Pip looks around and says, Don't tell Nella. I'm sorry. Don't tell Nella. And I grab, I grab her. And she's, and she hugs you back, and she just starts saying, uh, "I'm, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I know you didn't like to do the dishes, and sometimes you get mad about doing that. So I'm, I, if, if you just 
come back and I, I, I swear I'll do, uh, I'll do the, you don't have to do any of the chores. This is not about you. This is not about any of that. I'm fixing a mistake I thought I made, but I didn't. I'm helping our, my family. I'm helping you. I am getting our flute back and I will come back when I have it and when we will all be safe because we will have Pan's flute again. I'm doing this for you guys. She says, uh, she takes a moment to process and she says, no, you can't. You need to come home now. I can't. can't. The flute's here. I'm so close. I've never been this close. And my siblings are in danger. You know that better than anyone. They're, they're, they're going to get it. You've been gone long enough. You, wait, wait, what do you, what do you mean you know the flutes? Don't we all know the flutes here? Oh, I'm at a game right now. Don't we all know the flutes here? <laughs> Isn't that how Josephine enticed everyone to like come and do? Yeah, she doesn't know that you're in the competition though. Oh, oh, I'm competing. Your Semily had said that she's when the envelopes oh. came in the mail. She took yeah. yours. This is this is too important, and I have. I know you probably don't know this because I haven't, you haven't seen me in a while, but I have a lot of experience and I am the best one of us, the best angle Pfeiffer to do this and I owe it to them. And even if they insist on competing, I have to be in the competition to keep them safe. We can't, we can't let them go in by themselves. I know you think they're really accomplished and they've probably been studying really hard because they were always really good students, but they don't they don't have the real world know-how to, to get through this challenge by themselves. Mom, we need to protect them. If, uh, if I'm there at this point, I would pipe in. Uh, if I'm still approaching, then I would just keep approaching. Um, so... Um, would I have I reached them at this point? Sure. Yeah. He's he's telling the truth. I, I'm I'm sorry I lied earlier. I wanted you to know that he's safe, but it's not my place to show you who where he is. That's his decision. I told I told Nella that I wouldn't let you know. I I was here until this whole thing was over, and I've broken that promise and that sucks but i mean bigger things are afoot here i'm alive you deserve to know that i'm alive that's mostly what i was trying to get across you didn't break a promise pip it was me i we could have ran i do a lot of running i need to stop i need well i'm not gonna stop i should do less i should do a little less running cardio's good Pip. well while you've been gone nella kip whip and bella have been looking for you looking for the flute. They've been on their own adventures. They've seen things. Bella and Kip, I mean, they've all gone through things, but the two healers haven't spoken a word since you left. They haven't spoken? They've promised a vow of silence until they get the flute. Well, good thing we will get it back in the next few days, and then we can get all of you back home to where you're safe. Those guys shouldn't be out in the world. They belong back at Hippoblue. They belong in our little paradise. Pip, you've been gone for ten years. You have no idea where they belong. That's true. I don't know them. The only 
The only one that I seem to have any real connection to is Seema, but we were always a little different. And honestly, it it doesn't matter if I don't if I don't know them anymore or if they hate me for what they think I did or any of that. I I won't be able to live with myself unless I can at least restore this to them. Or die trying. Or die trying, right? <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> don't worry, Pip. I'm not gonna let you die. How, how, how many diamonds do we got again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not the treasurer here. I know you're upset with me, and I know everyone thinks that I either stole the flute or abandoned the family or somehow worse. I can only hope that once we get through all of this, that some semblance of the truth will come out. It probably doesn't mean anything coming from me now, but I'm not a thief, and I'm not a liar, and I'm trying my best. And I hope that still means something to you. And she... I'm a bit of a liar, but like not to my mom. She gives a bit of time just to think through things as stuff is still settling in. And then she goes, oh, oh, I, oh, how, how could I forget? And she kind of reaches into her bag and she's kind of mumbling along and, and she's, she's like, see, I, I, I knew that he was still alive. They, they, they didn't believe, but of course, uh, praise Pan. I, oh, praise Pan. I, oh, where's that thing? And she uh, takes out a little handmade pan flute of her own. And she says, "I, I made this for you for when when you re- you returned. I, I you, you missed so many so many birthdays, so I, I want to make sure that you, know, you, you you still got something." And she hands it over. Hip takes it, and then also roots around in her purse a little bit because he remembers she always carried like a little bag of oatmeal cookies and sometimes gum. I was really hoping you'd say Werther's original. I was supposed to go in there, mom. <laughs> Any gum? <laughs> Are you asking her for some gum? Yeah, I'm in her purse looking for gum and oatmeal cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she hands over some gum. Aw, thanks. Um, can I use this flute as like a... I feel like instruments are like my weapon focus, so is this now my, my weapon focus? Your spell focus? You can. And you notice that it's like each kind of pipe is a different color and... Well, not really a different color. It's kind of like a, a fade from one t- from one color to another. So at the, the largest pipe is the color white, and the smallest pipe is the color like a hot pink, and it kind of blends um, as you go from one side to the other. Um, this pipe's fierce. You always knew. You know You know how I like my flutes. Hot, hot pink! That's saucy. Okay, so... So, so where, where are you, where are you heading now? You, you have, you have some time before everything starts. You, why don't you come back to the, to the tavern and we can. We, we have an opportunity to, uh, an aspect of the contest actually is started now. It's not like the contest, but it's just, it's like they have us doing, it's almost like training prep. Just a little bit of recon. So I gotta, I gotta get ready. We need to have the best odds that we can uh, to make sure that we, you know, do the best job for for everybody. Are you gonna, are you gonna tell Nella? She's so mad right now. She's so mad at me. I will leave that up to you. 
I need... But you choose. They will find out eventually. I know they will find out eventually, but I feel like this is one more reason for her to distrust me, and I'm, I'm just so worried that if we get into a mess in that contest together, I need her to, at the very least, not have one more reason to hate me. I'm serious about getting us all out together. Um, and she kind of, for the first time, really starts to look you over and kind of size you up. Just, you know, see how you've changed. Any... I'm huge. It... I can't grow a beard. It's really a shame, Pip. And she says, uh, she looks at your, your instrumentation that you have, and she says, I have so many swords. Why? Why don't you play me a quick song, Pip? Or maybe just a couple of chords. I just, I'm curious how you've kept up. Well, shit, I am too. Fuck, Tyler, what was stupid <laughs> You can just roll it. You don't have to actually do it. You can roll it. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, come on. Make Claire sing. <laughs> I, I, wait, I add performance to this? Yeah. Okay. I did not roll a three. I had a 25. Holy fuck. I rolled a 19. <laughs> so she, you kind of do this quick sort of one minute performance for her. On my, on my uke. And as you are performing and kind of weaving just a quick song together you're you're doing some tricky stuff with your your fingers you know kind of putting both hands on the fretboard at the same time and kind of plucking jamming out a bit and her eyes kind of start to grow and soften as you are playing and as you finish she does like the quick little two hands up by her face went that's the mom clap (laughs) (laughs) and then she kind of scoots up to you grabs you by the hands and says promise me that all five of you will make it out. I promise at least three and a half. I'm kidding. We're all coming out together. <laughs> mom, mom, remember me, mom. <laughs> and she just gives a quick chuckle for um, bringing you in for a long hug. Well, this is a bad start. Funky's gonna awkwardly join in on the hug. Get <laughs> mom, mom, mom. Um. Okay. This is this is the company that you keep now. <laughs> well, it's. It's a third of the company that I keep. I promise one third of the total company I keep is good. And then there's another taller dude. Yeah, you know what? Beggars can't be choosers. I got some good folks with me and they mean well. Oh, thanks, Pip. Oh, I I can't wait to meet your friends and have you tell me all about them. And, you know, so many different things that you can talk about if there's any romance in your life or you know there's you know you know the life details of course i can't wait for you to meet my friends too who are renowned for staying very quiet when they talk to my mom mostly nodding (laughs) this is this is just a preemptive message for chest (laughs) (laughs) and she says okay um well, uh, I suppose I'll let you on your way. Will you come back to the belted tenor when you finish your business and um, see me again? Well, you're at the busted wheel. That's the one. Yeah, uh, I'm at the I'm at the belted tenor. I guess we're staying there, and we're we're neighbors. Sure are. <laughs> um, I am genuinely afraid of my siblings. So, yeah, we we're not. Ooh, I think we're going to be out pretty late tonight, Mom. Due to our nighttime shenanigans, we have to pull. Um, I'll I'll try my best to see you before things get started. But if I don't, don't be scared. 
it just means that my DM's done something weird. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either! Uh, oh, I've got important business to do though. I love you, I love you. I gotta go. Bye, bye. Thanks for the gum. Alright, um, yeah, well, we'll see you, see you soon, Pip. Um, tuck in your shirt. Oh, shoot, yes, yes. Uh, and I I'm, button up my top button, too. <laughs> I'm gonna give her a hug before we go, and I'm gonna try and say without Pip hearing, I'll, I'll keep him safe. Um, she says I don't believe you. Hold on. <laughs> What's your AC? <laughs> uh, well... Assuming I'm not holding the shield out, 14. Okay. She grabs your wrist and flips you over her. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Alright. Sorry. Listen, listen up, muchacho. I may look like a nice old lady, but don't fuck with me. I want my kids. I, <laughs> my mom does taekwondo. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't plan on it, but thank, thanks. Oh, Make sure that they all come out alive. Thank you. Okay. And with unknown strength, she kind of pulls you up. Oh, thick. Funky's thick. Oh. How? Two, at least two th- two C's thick. Oh man. <laughs> oh, that's. She just kind of like slowly shuffles away. I, I, get, I give her a, like a little, a little bow or something. That's, uh, thank, thank you. <laughs> Fuck the RG4. Can I do this quest with my mom? Is that out of the question? <laughs> hey, hey, Pip. Yep. You, your, your mom is quite strong. Yeah, I take after my dad. <laughs> Got it. That, that makes more sense. Uh, sorry, I wasn't able to misdirect her. I just felt she did thought, or I felt she deserved to know you're alive. Pip's still holding that haha pink flute and says. It's okay. I needed. I needed this. I'll let Nella tear another strip off me some other day. It's fine. Let's let's go to the shops. Okay. Oh, I let go of whatever stranger's hand I had been holding when I was scared for not having funky. <laughs> Bye, Gregory. All right. So you eventually make your way to better than Gary Joey's collectibles and things. Uh, and as you head inside, you notice that it's quite similar to Gary Joy's in that there's half of the store is inside the bubble and the other half of the store is outside of the bubble where they do the actual transactions they do inside the bubble without any potential magic interference. But you can kind of browse the wares on the outside. Cool. Funky, I swear to God, if you throw a cursed dagger into my body, I'm going to be so angry at you. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if I did it twice? <laughs> Tyler. Yes? So, what? what's the best way for you here? I have a list of some things I would like to acquire. I don't think I'll necessarily be able to get them all. Okay. So, as you walk through the door, you know it notices... Again, basically the same as the regular Gary Joyce, except flipped because you're on the opposite side of okay. the... You're on the eastern side instead of the western side. Okay. Um, and you see um, at it, there's also a counter. You see behind the counter is a tall tall gentleman. Looks to be human. Has a long, long beard. Black hair. Black beard. Almost looks like how you might expect a stereotypical pirate minus the eye patch. Super, super tanned, um, sun-worn skin, and kind of very, they're not dirty, 
but they're well-worn clothes and they're not tattered. It's just like they've been worn for a while, but it does look like he has some sort of light armor on. Has a big old, looks again, kind of looks like a pirate hat, big old black hat. And as you walk in, he looks at you and says, Well, hello there. Welcome to Better Than Gary Joey's Collectibles and Things. You may have heard of Gary Joey's Collectibles Things. This is better. Uh, says who? Just just you? Me. Okay. I mean, other people say so too. Does, does Gary Joey think so? You know, I mean, it's kind of uh, not the most pleasant individual I'd have ever come across, <laughs> so I'd probably say no, yeah. especially considering this name, this shop is named as better than his. Yeah, elves, right? <laughs> Wait, is this guy an elf? He's not an elf, right? <laughs> no. Can elves be tanned? I mean, Rowlark is so pale that I... Rowlark's a pasty white. Hi, what's your name? Yeah. What's better than? Um, no, my name's Seamus. Ah. Hey, Seamus. Uh, what can I do you for today? Well... Looking for anything in particular? I'm looking for a few things. Looking f- Let's see. Uh, do, do you deal with gems here? Uh, depends on what kind of gem you're looking for. We got a, a lot of different pieces here. Well, just a casual tiara. A cat, yeah, <laughs> just you know, just a, just like a, a cool ten thousand GP. No, <laughs> um, I was hoping to pick up maybe some ruby dust, or fifty gold pieces worth of ruby that I can make into dust. <laughs> also, I'd like to maybe convert some diamonds into smaller diamonds, <laughs> if possible. Can't we just do that with a rock? I guess we'd need another diamond. Yeah. Or a laser. <laughs> Alright, some ruby dust, you say. I do not happen to have ruby dust, but I do have one ruby for sale. Roughly a 50 gold place value, ruby. If I were to look at it, I don't know if I could tell, honestly. Probably not. We'll, do, we'll just play, like, the diamond stuff uh, pretty straightforward, unless they're... Okay. Trying to be sneaky. All right. Um, also, I, any chance you have some divination tools, sticks, bones, dice, something to that effect? Dowsing rods. So, so the so first he says uh, this diamond piece, or sorry, ruby piece, is uh, sixty-five gold. Bargain. So it's a sixty-five gold ruby. Yeah. Yeah. I would like one of those. I'll take. I'd like that. Okay. Uh, and what else were you looking for? You said some like divinate some divining tools, like sticks or bones or dice. Twenty-five. I'm looking for twenty-five gold piece for augury. Augury. It was. What kind of tools you said? I thought you wanted to drill a fishing hole the first time you said that to me. Oh uh, no, that's auger. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> <I> don't. <laughs> I'm dumb. I am hip. Claire's also dumb. What kind of tools? D- d- divining tools. Div- divin- yeah, it's it's for the spell Augury, Tyler. Um, it's it just spe- it just says st- divination sticks, bones, or similar tokens is what the spell requires, and they have to be twenty five. Okay, twenty five gold piece or more. Anything that'll get you fish. Oh, sure, I definitely have some of those. And um, he breaks out what looks to be you would imagine is about. 25 gold piece worth, and he says, I got about 30 gold piece here. Okay. Cool. Thanks. Um, I'd also like to get Fuck. 
This this markup is better than Gary Joey's, that's for sure. <laughs> I would also like to grab a component pouch because I'm nervous about just having my coin. And because sometimes I want to play with things physically in my hands. So do you just, just want a regular old pouch? Just like a just a regular old component pouch. Preferably stocked, but it's I think the stuff that comes in it's generally there's no cost value generally in those things. There, There is a specific component pouch. There's a pouch and a component yeah, pouch. Yeah, component pouch is what I'm looking for. For, like, for spells. Okay. Just as a backup. Yeah, th- that's also about 30 gold. Okay. Boots. Any, any chance you've got some brewer's tools? Looking to fill that keg in my downtime. Yeast? I'm, uh, I'm sorry, friend. We just ran out. Someone just came through and grabbed our last set. Nah, drat. Okay. How do diamonds work? Like, if you have diamonds of XGP, do we need to get them exchanged if we want different denominations of diamonds? Or is that not a thing you can do? If he had, let's say, a spell cost 50 and he had a 75 gold diamond, it would consume the whole diamond. Right. Right. So I'm wondering... Right, because we got a bunch of 250s. Does he have any, like, 100 GP diamonds that we could exchange our bigger diamonds for? Or 50s, so that we can pair them up with the 250s to get 300. So you want a couple, you want four 50s? So I've got, yeah, we've got some 250s right now, and Revivify specifically takes 300s. So I don't want to use two 250s for a 300 if I don't have to. Basically, I would be into giving him four... 250s for 10 hundreds. If we have to revivify three times, we've really fucked up. Yeah. Like, that's that's not how you play this game. No, no. I I just want to be able to keep people alive. Yeah. <laughs> In the case that I dimensioned Doris to a big knoll again, <laughs> I want to at least get one of us out. Or even if he only has, like, 10, does, or sorry, does he have 5 uh, hundred? GP diamonds that we could give him two, two 250s for? Or, he has, or a diamond chisel? He has two what would be 50 gold piece worth diamonds. Two 50 yeah. GP diamonds. Yeah, they used to be about 60 a pop. God butts to you, guy. Alright, I'm gonna buy those two 50 GP diamonds. So that's 120 gold. Yeah. No, you don't have to buy those, but I was gonna, I was gonna grab diamonds for for my spells, so. Oh, are you sure? Yeah. Because if right. you if you buy those, I'm also just gonna give you two two fifty diamonds to put in your component pouch, so that okay. you'll have two three hundred totals there. Okay, so I can I can bring back two people for yeah. death times. All right. You said it was two two, two times fifties. Yeah. Okay. Have you been keeping track of that? Yeah. So you had a sixty. Yeah. You had sixty five for the ruby. Thirty for divining tools. Is it um, okay? Was it thirty or thirty five? I can't. I had written 35, but I wrote it after the fact, and I wasn't sure I wrote the right number. Well, you know, it's an audio medium. This will get collected in the wash, and I will... Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll fix okay. that. Okay. But And then 30 for component pouch, and then 120, because you said it was 60 apiece for the yeah. 50 GP diamonds. Yeah. No brewer's tool. Any chance that I can see a glass eye? in the shop one that I would estimate is valued at 100 gold put 100 gold uh go perception check sight I'm not smelling them out so yeah 23 don't happen to have or sorry 
You didn't ask about it. No, you don't see it. Okay. Um, in my, can I carry that twenty-three for anything cool looking in the store as well? Just like something weird and different. Doesn't have to be magical. Can just be some weird item. You do see a small. It looks like a, you know, those yellow, like a yellow three D smiley face. So that it's yellow, and then the two eyes mm-hmm. and the smile. You see something that looks like that up on a shelf. Ooh, what is that? I'm a point at it. Oh, that uh, that's a laugh track. Go on. I'm ready to start a '90s sitcom. What does this do? You. You squeeze on the ball there, you can roll it, toss it, what have you, keep it in your pocket, but whenever you squeeze it, five seconds later, you hear laughing. Like a bunch of people oh, laughing. Oh, I, I want that. <laughs> uh, that, that. That's just a neat little trinket. That's a five. I, I want Pip. 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 I want, I want that. Five gold. Laugh track. You do also see a cloak in the quarter that looks rather majestic. Ooh. I'll point it out to Pip. Hey Pip. How big is it? How big is it? Look at it. Uh it looks rather large. Rather large. Oh. You also looking at that over there? Maybe. What is it? Why don't you uh, try it on? Either and he kinda of goes over to the to the wall and we are not the same size. Are we? No, we are not the same size. We're pretty close. Yeah, it, it looks like it's too large for either of you, but he goes over and he takes it off the wall and he kind of holds it out for one of you to, you know, turn your back to him so he can... We both turn our back to him. What's he going to do? Fashion show, fashion show, fashion show at lunch. Pip does his best blue steel. <laughs> yes. Each of you give a performance check. Th- uh, Thodrin does magnum. <laughs> I rolled a one. My dice is fucking broken. I rolled a two. <laughs> With my performance, that's still a two. So, okay, my performance, okay, mine's seven. <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, you two might need... This cloak? Something like this. <laughs> and he kind of kind of buckles the, the top around your neck, Pip, and it at first feels heavy, but then all of a sudden it feels a bit lighter. Hmm. As Funky kind of turns to look at you, now it is form-fitting. Check it out. Okay. Yes. Self-tailoring. What does it do? And he then says, "Uh, you should just say, give me the wins. Oh, goodness. No, I get that after a burrito. (laughs) Um, give me the wins. And as you do, the cloak starts billowing and frilling outwards behind you. I'm Storm from X-Men? That's kind of what it looks like. What? Wait, am I am I flying? This is this is called a pip. This is called a cloak of billowing. Pip. That's pretty badass. Oh, that's all. That's all it does. It just billows. Yeah. Doesn't like. <laughs> does it give me a some sort of power other than billow power? Uh, does it need another power? Uh, you look. <laughs> give give another performance check, pip. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Okay, sixteen. I mean. And he kind of looks over at Funky, just kind of... I mean, it's pretty badass, Pip. D- does. How much is this? <laughs> this right here, I mean, a good cloak on its own. It's going to cost you, uh, you know, a handful of gold pieces. This one is magical, of course, so this would be about 20. My hands are very small. Are you sure you want to do this in handfuls? I'm going to give him 15 and a very long wink. Give a persuasion check. <laughs> That's my... Yeah, okay, 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 okay. My persuasion is good. Uh, that's 
a 25. Yeah, uh, I mean, y'all bought a good amount for me. I don't mind giving you a little discount here. So. And with my 15 gold, I slide him a piece of gum I got from my mom. It's good gum. <clears throat> Chewed? No! <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like a wrapped piece of juicy fruit. <laughs> uh, takes it, kind of nods at you, and appreciate it. Thank you. Billow, billowy cloak. I bought a billowy, billowy cloak. Billowy cloak. Nice. And all of these transactions, like what he does once you finally agree on everything, agree on the set price, he grabs all the items and moves them over to the bubble side and walks through the bubble and as you pay over there. Okay. And Pip, wearing his cloak on the bubble side, says, show me the wind! And just starts twirling. Nothing happens because I'm assuming that's magic. Does it billow in there? The does it billow in where? When I'm in the bubble, does it billow? Oh no. Ah. Yeah, no, so I'm making it do it on my own. <laughs> it's not it's not as impressive. <laughs> Come on, look at it. That's that's a good billow there, Pip. Yeah, I got it now. Uh my the items I said I'd grab totaled to three twenty, and I am not much of a haggler, so that's what we that's what I pay. Three twenty. <laughs> Subtracted from your yep. sheet. There we go. I bought a coat. I feel good about this. I feel ready to invade a dream. There we go. All right. And Funky is now pretty well broke. <laughs> Worth it. Yeah. That was a successful shopping trip, Pip. I'm and and uh, Pip does hand you those two diamonds so that you've also got. Cool. Thank you. Those diamonds. Uh, so I've got. Two, essentially two, two sets of 300, right? Yes, yeah. All right, so you hand over your gold. They're happy with your purchases, a little lighter in your pouch. And you head off, and you, you know that you're starting to get pretty close on time. Probably go meet Doug. Yes, that's correct. I forgot. Now I know. Great. Um, we're meeting him on the road to Amble? Or just at the gate? No, we're meeting him at the gate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we said we're meeting at the gate. Oh, I think we're already here. I don't think we can be late if we're at Battle of Gary Joey's. All right, so you head over to start heading to the location where you knew to meet Stefan outside of the other gate, and you eventually get there. You see him at the entrance. It's high noon, sun's out, people are milling and moving about, and you see him there with three horses. <laughs> Why are we meeting him at noon if we're doing dream time things? We're gonna follow. Ah, oh, but right. We're going down the road. Well, I hope you guys like chatty ponies because let me tell you what I just learned. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking forward to this. All right, let's wander on up. Hi, hi, Doug. Hey, hey, Doug. How's it going? Hey, Gath. Just uh, went off and thought I'd get a these ponies from Hamdar Family Travelers. And as he says that, uh, one of the horses kind of starts to walk up to Pip. Carl! Hold on. Was that his name? That was his name. <laughs> okay, that's good. And... Oh, it's just an action. Okay, so he can talk to me right now. Hi, Carl! Oh, I knew it was you. Holy coli. I don't even want to know what guacamole is, but only guacamole. Hey, Carl. Yeah, that's me. Show me the wind! Whoa, that's like what happens when I'm someone's on my back and they have a cloak on and I'm 
going really fast. Except you're not moving. And I just throw my arms out and I look right at Stefan. And I'm like, ah, are you ready for this? Uh, that's uh, quite a neat trick you got going on. Especially talking to horses. Oh, yeah. No, Carl and I, we, we went to trade school together. Why, why would I lie about this? I don't know. Anyway, let's go! <laughs> Hi, horse. Alright, so um, y'all kind of get up on the horses. He, Stefan kind of leads you off to the side. Not, not quite through the gate yet, but off to a side, kind of underneath some shade. Just trying to stay out of view for a moment. Uh, should be coming here, coming through here pretty soon, though. That would just go hide here in the shade. Wait for the path. No one else is around us, right? It's just, just Funky Stefan and yeah. me. Yeah, just you. And, and Carl yeah. and Carl's two friends. Um, <laughs> Stefan, what? How much do you know about Jimmy? And as as you're saying that, you do hear. Well, I told you guys. I I knew. I told you I had made a friend, a little gnome. Um, this is this is Pip. Um, he's a gnome, and. We're best friends. I mean, I can't. I... <laughs> and, and, you, and you hear the other horses go, Wow, that's... Hey, Pip. Hey, Pip. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> also, we are best friends. Best friends. Um, this horse is going to save our lives one day. <laughs> Can I have a name? Can I have a name? Oh, I didn't name Carl. Carl had yeah, I named myself. Okay. Well, then uh, other ponies, you can name yourselves. I want to be Kaleidoscope. Bold maneuver. <laughs> um, oh, and and I want to be Swiss cheese. Oh. I like cheese. Hi- mm. All right. Can we shorten that up, though, to, like, Chuck? He's cheesy boy. Okay, I'm, I'm going to call you Chuck and Cleo. That seems good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you have your little side conversation and uh, my pony conversation because now I'm yeah. a brony. Uh, what? Because now we're now we're a pony podcast. Mm-hmm. And Stefan says, says, "Yeah, just really what I told you guys. That's all I really know. Like I said, he's about six foot eight. We'll definitely know him as he's passed him out. And we're just trying to figure out who his boss is." Is it, are we finding who his boss is or where his boss is? Oh, yeah. Where his boss is. Do you know who his boss is, Stefan? Yeah, because I was... I have no idea. Man. Hmm. The um, Shadow Guild and Friends doesn't really send you in with too much background, eh? I mean, they they had no idea about this quest. This quest came from the... Uh, came from Josephine herself. Oh, so. right. And you're investigating Josephine. Yeah. So, I mean, all I really got was what I gave you, is that name's Jimmy, six foot eight. Haven't, I mean, I really haven't had the opportunity to go back and talk to Shadow Guild friends anyways. Staying deeply undercover. Who else have you been interacting with on Josephine's staff? Uh, some of the other uh, choices that people have for their guides and such, their videographers. Um, just the a lot interview that I had to do. It was, you know, uh, a, a big day affair. You had to, to meet with different people in different departments, and then you had to meet with Josephine and all that, but half the flying colors, and now here I am. But did you 
Did you meet with the other guides then? Like, do you know which guides are partnered up with which people who got invitation letters? Uh, I, I do not know yet. Uh, I don't, we had only, I mean, not all of them, but I know who some of the guys got paired up with. The, uh, I know you're probably talking about your, your family there. They, they, didn't, they didn't, or I don't know if Stefan knows this. But we all it, look very similar. <laughs> <laughs> he would say, he would essentially insinuate that um, some of the other groups, one of the other groups, he knew who they got assigned off to, but you were next up. He got pulled out with you, so he, he kind of got pulled away from the uh, assembly line there, hmm. or if you want to call it. Do you think there's any way, uh, Stefan, do you think there's any way we could find out what what uh, intel options the other groups chose. I mean, I can maybe do a bit of light digging when we get back after following. I think that's it. Oh. And Funky, with your passive perception, you, you definitely would notice this tall. And and Pip, too. You would notice this tall, lanky individual. Um, Look at that lanky guy. Kind of leading a horse out out the out the gate. Has it, ha- Look at that lanky diddly do over there. Ha- have we been waiting for more than 10 minutes? Uh, I would say this conversation's gone on for, like, sure, about 10 minutes. Okay, good. So our, our horses are silent now, so they they can't... I think they'd only be talking to you anyway, right? None of the rest of us can I don't it. know. Pip gets distracted really easily, but he didn't renew his ritual, so those horses are not going to be distracting him as he tries to follow Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Jimmy starts uh, making his way out the gate. Looks like he's about to start getting on his horse, and Stefan looks to the both of you and, and says, All right, so how do you want to play this? How far do you think we should keep it? How much space? Oh, uh, how many, how many other people do we see traveling this road? Uh, you got a handful of people going in and out every minute or so, or every couple minutes. You know, mm. fairly well traveled, but not, not crowds or anything. I don't know, maybe... Maybe just, like, tuck in after the next group. Not, like, right behind him, but maybe the group behind him, behind him? I, I don't know about this. I haven't, I haven't really followed a lot of people. I'm usually just... Yeah, a... That's kind of surprising to me. Yeah. Seems like a thing that diddly do to do. Uh, yeah, I, you'd think. I spent more of my time just getting away from people, though. I diddly I'm the opposite. I feel like Pip's proclivity would just be like, hey, I have to travel to the next town. I'm gonna find someone to travel with <laughs> and would like hop on the road with him and be like hey what's up but that's not the opposite of stealthy or it's a different kind of stealth let's hang back a little bit and then if our paths naturally cross we'll come up with the story as to why we're on our way to anvil yo but funky's going to meet his Go- family yeah <laughs> i'm taking you guys we on can't the- say that yeah <laughs> Taking you guys on the tour to the tour of Anvil. Speaking of which, are there a lot of dwarves headed this way? I imagine so. You would probably, as you look around, you probably notice about a third mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of the individuals going Pip, in and out. Pip's feeling taller. Let's let's. How about we hang back? Uh, I don't know. We're on horses, so a nonchalant hundred feet. Look at me, I'm trying to use feet. I wanted to say meters. 
but then I didn't know if that would be too far. 100 meters and 100 feet are very different. I know they're very different, but... <laughs> like 33 meters. No, very 33 bit. meters is too close. I thought we want to have like a, like a good 100 meter dash in there, but maybe. I mean, it de- again, it depends on how many people are on the road. As I've pro- yeah. as I've proven in the past, I can dimension Doris. Jesus, <laughs> no, you fucking can't. I feel like you have to have consent now before you dimension Doris. Uh, let's just I'm, you know, I'm, like I know, I'm, I'm not going to dimension Doris. Let's put some travelers in between us and just kind of keep a close eye on him. Because if he's traveling alone, I feel like he's not going to be that hard to keep an eye on. Yeah. All right. So as you are traveling out, give a stealth check, everybody. Um, if we're outside of the bubble, I would give I'd tap Pip on the shoulder and give him Blessing of the Trickster, which gives you advantage. Oh, so I can roll again? Yeah. I'm going to stop rolling my crappy dice. That was worse. Um, I got a plus four, 15. I got a 16. All right, so for the, the first leg of the journey, it's going for a couple hours. You're able to keep your distance. There is this, not a crowd, but there's more than just three of you and Jemmy on the road. So you're, you're not like, he's not looking back and seeing you constantly. There's other individuals traveling as well so you're not worried too much but as you kind of continue to go on there are small roads going to different places and you do see people kind of thinning out or crowded out a bit as people kind of start to thin can we like hang back i don't want to like lose yeah i don't want to lose sight of them but just like yeah super nonchalantly hang back like yeah maybe our horses need to Take an extra minute at the intersections to make sure we're going the right way. So there's a stop sign on the road. We get hung up at a light. You know how it is on your ponies. <laughs> so you kind of start hanging back more. You eventually get to the start of the traveling foothills. And the hills are starting to come up. And it's if you were to maintain your current distance, there's much more potential for losing it. Yeah, we really need Snarl for this. Mm. We're not great at traveling foothills. Okay. Do we have any tricks for being sneakier than... I do. Um, I can do Pass Without a Trace, which basically makes us... I mean, doesn't actually make us... Yeah, but how long does that last? It's only good for an hour. That's not great. All right. Well, actually, let me, let me just make sure. Yeah, up to an hour, and it's concentration. So it's, only, it's not... I mean, it's a second level, too, so... I've, I, I would say it's more important for us to kind of Conserve. close in on him a little bit and, and not lose him in in the foothills. I mean, this is still a common road. Like, he's still headed towards Anvil, right? Yes. Which is, like, one of the next biggest cities. So mm. it's not that weird that we would all be on the road together. Yeah. Maybe we can just, like, pick up the pace a little bit. Or pick up the pace to, to close yeah. the gap. Tyler, look at me grasping for rationale. <laughs> Let me do it. <laughs> Alright, so you pick up the pace a little bit, going through the traveling foothills, uh, give another stealth check. Again, Pip, blessing of the trickster. Alright. Holy smokes. Oh. Ooh. Worth it. 23. Nine. Alright, I, I can't give it to myself. I can only give it to you guys. Oh. <laughs> can I give you half of mine? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wish, because this five's not doing me any good. (laughs) So, as you're traveling along, eventually Pip is doing great with Carl. My best friend. Just 
very quietly traveling through the hills, you know, not making much noise. So uncomfortable but on this pony. Both your horse <laughs> and Stefan's horse, they're both. You've been riding for a while, they haven't had a break, they're starting to kind of act up and make grunts and noises. But... Get gassy. Mm. Gassy ponies. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like. I don't like being up this high. This is I'm uncomfortable. I'm, I like my feet on the ground. I don't horses. While that's happening, Jemmy just doesn't seem to look back. He's just continuing on, not startled at all, or not seemingly you know bothered by the potential presence of someone else. Hmm. Pip very very quietly pulls out his ukulele and gets Carl to trot up in between Funky and Stefan and leans down and sings to the two fussy ponies. We puns, my best friend, the three of a kind, we always stick together. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason, just trying to soothe the ponies that are fussy. <laughs> the three keep an animal handling check. <laughs> I don't think that's something that Pip has. Well, maybe he does. It's a 16. <laughs> okay, they do start to kind of stop making as much noise they're kind of resting and kind of know they're not completely in sync but you do kind of see their kind of normal horse walking head bobs are nearly in sync as you're singing uh, <laughs> pip is so stupid <laughs> uh pip just saved funky's ass so thanks pip i yeah i don't know i i never quite got along with horses i get along too well with the horses it turns out <laughs> I, I see that what what are you guys talking about over there? <laughs> no, you're not getting this hot goss. Carl has a lot to say. Oh. So the sun is starting to go down in the sky, starting to set a bit. Everything is starting to become more quiet as people continue to start to divert or split off. See some people deciding to make camp a bit early, not really wanting to take the extra several hour, hour trip to Pesop to get there late at night. So is Jimmy one of those people? Jimmy is still continuing on. Son of a bitch. So let's do one last stealth check. Another one, Pip. I still, I still get two. Yeah. No, not you. I want this one. No. Six. I want 16. this one. Sixteen. Ooh, twenty-three. Woo! Pip's getting tired. All right. So. Okay, so Jemmy still doesn't seem to be taking notice of you. Apparently, he's in his own world with his roles that he's having. He's uh, so. he's got the walk the Walkman on. He's got the skip protection. Yeah. He's just living life, flipping pogs. He knows what's up. He eventually does pull off to the side of the road, looking like he's starting to stop for something. But it is starting. Light is starting to dim. So you imagine he's likely starting to set up. Hey, Funky, cast a load of poutine on top of him. He'll I love it. I didn't prep load of poutine today. <laughs> uh, also, it takes the same slot as Revivify, so I, that's <laughs> worth it. Worth it. That's a let's make sure everyone lives, and then I make the poutine. <laughs> celebratory. Right. It's a celebratory poutine. Oh crap! Also, it's nighttime. Should we, like, should we have messaged Rarick and Chess before we got into this mess? Oh. Can we, well, I mean, we're inside the bubble. I guess we could, I don't know if he's stopping. Are we st- stopping, Stefan? Are we stopping, Doug? Stefug? Stefug? 
I mean, you can call me Stefan out here, just not in front of Josephine. I don't people. think I can call you Stefan anywhere, because if I do, I'll, I don't have the concentration to keep that going. All right, probably a good idea for a diddly do like you. That's all I got to say. I'm just going to call you Doug from now on. Yeah, I'm going to call you diddly do. Unless we're in front of the people, then I'll just call you asshole. Whoa! Could you call me Patty Mayonnaise? <laughs> Friends, friends. Um, so. Well, if you call me that funny, deal. Presumably, we're gonna need to wait for for Jimmy to become asleep before we can sneak into his sleep. So, I mean, is it cool? There's two ways to get someone to sleep, right? Don't spice him. You wait. Yeah, that's such a Roger Clot thing to say. Oh, I was gonna say we uh, could just hit him with something and then he goes to sleep. That's not. That's called death. No, not like. What? Not like death. Like, I don't know. You hit him with a shoe. Mm. Cartoons. I mean, I would, I would. I think we should still wait for him to go to sleep, but it was, it's an option. Yeah, I, he doesn't go to sleep. I would prefer the sleep kind of thing. I mean, we are invading his screams already. Yeah, I. I and he's, he's probably a good guy if uh, Josephine wants to know stuff about him. That's all I think. Yeah. All I'm saying is, Stefan, could you maybe like keep an eye on his encampment for a little bit? Since we're going to have to wait for him to go to sleep anyway, while Funky and I uh, call our Ralaric mom. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll keep an eye on him, make sure he doesn't go anywhere. Alright, Funky. What is it? 25 words. 25 words. I did prepare this buddy. in anticipation of having to talk to Ralaric. <laughs> uh, okay. Especially because we're in the future again. Yeah. Ah, but. Also. I figured we probably were. I can't remember. What we told them last time. We told them that we met Josephine, I think. And that we had Stefan. And we had Stefan. And, and then we called them back and I told them that I loved you t- them. You told them that you loved them and I asked <laughs> funny questions about Bumble Snatches and we had a whole huh. sidebar. That was really good. This is really good. Yeah, we, we got a whole lot of information. Yes. So, I don't know, maybe, should we just maybe give him like a, hey, if you don't hear from us again, we're stuck in dreamland. Out in the foothills. We might die in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It, I think it's kind of probably important that they hear from us the next night because, like, before we called them before we were about to go to bed in the tavern and we were, you know, just going to go get drunk. Yeah. This is we're calling them before we're maybe going to die with Stefan in a man's head. Yeah. So I, I think we should let them know that we're here. Fair. And that if they can't find us, find, or if for some reason we don't get in touch with them, find Stefan, right? Stefan will know. Yeah. Cause it didn't Because Stefan kind of... Well, unless he, unless Ste- he... I think he's coming with us. He'd be trapped in there with us. I thought he said... And maybe this is just me, Tyler, and we're misremembering. Did, does Stefan tell us that he was going in the dreams with us, or is he just there as the facilitator, I guess? No, he's going with you. He's going in with us? Okay. So I guess, yeah, all three of us could end up dead. Okay. Can you tell them that hmm. if they don't hear from us, that they should find my mom, please? <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. So, just so I know... And not to fuck with her, because she knows Taekwondo. <laughs> yes, very true. So, j- just so I know what I'm saying here, we're, we're about to invade some dreams. We might die. Stefan's with us. And... Oh, I'm not counting him out. I'm just giving a general... A general tone, and then oh, if no, I run no. out of we're, words, we're, I'm we're right. preparing. Right, if I run yeah. out of words, I run out of words. That's how that's you're how I treat this. You're still good. 
so Stefan's with us, and if we don't if we don't reach out again to find your mom or Stefan. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Okay. I think I can do this. Here we go. And I'm gonna dig into my component pouch this time and pull out a fine piece of copper wire. Hmm. That's it. And just kind of hold it up to my mouth and go. Pip, Pip, me and Pip are going to do some dream invasions with Stefan. We might die. If you don't hear from us, find Stefan and Pip's mom. I think that was it. <laughs> I think it cut off near the if you don't hear from us. <laughs> was, it, I think it might have been, yeah. I think it kind of cut off if you don't hear from us. And then the <laughs> It's I a, will sort. I will sort that out in post. Uh, it's a third level spell, so I'm probably not going to cast again unless I no. have to. No, no. I think they have enough information to get by. I'll let, uh, if they, um, if you have to convey that to Ralric before things, um, let me know. To, and I will give you what we said. Yeah. So <laughs> you're you're far enough in the future where ba- have they gotten our last messages yet? Yeah, they had already got them. Okay, cool. But you would actually give a... You can both give an intelligence check. <laughs> uh, 16? Oh, damn! 19! Boots! Oh, sorry, wait. Well, no, okay. sorry. I did math the wrong way. 17. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you both think about it, and before the spell, you realize that he may have already had the trial happen today. Oh. But we don't know what they're saying. But we should know what they're saying. Because they would probably respond with trial information right now, but we can't have that because they don't know it. Yeah, we haven't done it yet. Man. <laughs> we sure... We broke. ...shat in the stew. That's Tyler's dream. <laughs> so we can just give... Why don't we just give give a surprise reaction, Funky? What? Now give a happy reaction. <laughs> now give a sad reaction. Oh fuck! Oh wait, no, that's not sad. All right. <laughs> give an angry reaction. Pip. All right. So one of those things happened after he heard <laughs> the message back. <laughs> we just don't know which one yet. Pip. Funky. That thing happened that we just that I just told you about. That's incredible. You seem to be a rainbow of emotions. You have no idea my range. <laughs> you have no it. idea how high I can fly. Acting. Acting. <laughs> Alright, so uh, you go through that, you get a response. I would just like to say that's way more emotional range than Ben has, so that, that was a feat right there. I've got like this much range. <laughs> you go to Stefan and he gives an appropriate reaction. <laughs> hey, Stefan! Uh-huh. Did you know? Oh! <laughs> oh I mean, eh. Uh, that is something that happened. Well, we're gonna have to deal with that after we finish dealing with dreams. Those guys, <laughs> eh? I agree. Well, that is 
an interesting ending to that situation. That was a way for that to end. Well then, Stowie, it looks like he's sleepy mode. Okay, okay. I think that's why we're here, so... <sighs> okay. Stefan is the coin? Yeah, he takes it out of his pocket and holds it up in the air triumphantly. What do we do with our ponies? I think you slap them on the butt and let them go. No, you No, don't. what? No, they're <laughs> rentals. Are you kidding? Oh, uh, right. Yeah, they're, they're rentals. What do you think you're doing? You're going to pay for those? Don't you remember my anxiety over cart ownership? It's my deposit, asshole. <laughs> it's not my cart. If I recall, these are all under Stefan's Okay, name. you do not know how to make friends. Okay, um... You do realize that at some point tonight, you're going to have to sleep. Oh. Uh, Pip goes a little bit off of the, the, the beaten path because there's a tree near us that has, like, lots of lush greens below it, and it's, like, comfortable and nice and kind of loosely ties our, our ponies up there and gives Carl a quick snug. And also says bye to, to Cleo and Chuck. And, uh... Kaleidoscope and cottage cheese. No, yeah. Swiss cheese. Skip Swiss cheese. Gives them a little... little puts their little horse blankets on them and gives them a little tuck in. You guys are good. And, uh... Yeah, let's do... Let's do this stream feeding. Alright, so you approach Jemmy, who is sleeping. Give a stealth check. Pip. Do I still have advantage? I do it again. I touch you. Tomorrow... Tomorrow will help you. Yeah, it's help. How many blessings do you it's have? It's a non-stop thing. It, it's, there's no limit on it. I can just do it at will. <laughs> oh. Funky took Blessing Viagra right before this. But if his blessing lasts the, the more catch, than six hours, right. he should go to the doctor. Well, no, it, 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 it lasts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is amazing. Um, yeah, it's just an at will thing, Tyler. It lasts for an hour, um, but I can't do it to myself. So it, it helps everyone else except for me succeed at it. And probably only one person. Also like Viagra. It's only one person. Yeah. <laughs> 21! <laughs> Ooh, Stefan seemingly disappears. Uh, I don't know if this was me rolling or if this is just what the dice was. If it was me rolling, then we're fucked. Roll then! That was where the dice was. I'm not going to pick that dice, though. Because your other dice are so much better. Yeah, exactly. Because I, well, I mean, it is a, it's better. I went from a seven to a uh, thirteen, so I I effectively doubled my score. Is Funky just constantly traveling in tap shoes? Is that what's happening? Uh, yeah, I mean, you've, we've talked about how thick I am, right? So you know what it really is? It's my thighs going like this. <laughs> Alright, so as you're you're kind of slowly creeping forward towards Jemmy, currently just outside underneath a tree, leaning against it, has some of his clothes and gears kind of gear kind of wrapped up around him to keep him a little bit warmer. He's not even in a tent. And not in a tent, just kind of sleeping under the stars. And <gasps> as you get closer, Funky steps on a stick. Oh, but. It snaps. <sighs> and <sighs> he kind of shuffles gonna sleep a little bit but after a minute of just being frozen not moving getting glares from stefan you eventually make your way towards him and stefan says all right it's time takes out the coin and uh slowly moves it towards jemmy's forehead as he's sleeping and you can hear jemmy starting to snore pretty loudly and the coin as it approaches his head 
starts to turn into changing from a golden color to a more purple blackish dark color and you start to see this kind of black purplish sphere with almost like stardust radiating radiating from the outside of it it grows a little bit to the size of probably an apple and he says he says all right who wants to go first maybe we don't just make a make a leap at all together Go first. Go. I mean, I'm not holding your hand. Go. Well, who? Okay, you don't have to hold his hand. Are you going to hold my hand? All right, I'm cool with that. Yeah, usually people hold my hand before I do stuff I'm scared of. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> and Pip grabs Funky's hand. So there's this little chain of little people. All right. On the count of three. One, two, three. Beans. 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 No. <laughs> he he moves towards the the sphere, and you see his hand like start to get almost like it's be- being sucked in by it. And before you can really even react and see his hand kind of stretch a bit, it, he doesn't cry out in pain or anything. But it almost looks like it's being warped. Before you can do anything, you all of a sudden are all immediately sucked in. To the Pip is so scared, and if you hadn't said immediate, he would have tried to not. <laughs> Stefan just would have been in that dude's brain. And the people to run away. <laughs> and that's where we'll end for tonight. See ya! <laughs> <laughs> ah, boots. Welcome to DM Thoughts with Tyler. Not a ton to say on this episode because a large portion of this was shopping. Uh, but it was interesting to see what happened with Pip's mom. It could have played out a lot of different ways depending on stealth checks, perception checks, all that, but they just kind of stumbled into each other, so that allowed Pip's mom to see Pip before the competition. Other than that, I'm excited to see how the dream world kind of plays out and see how they handle that kind of different reality. But really, that's all that I have for today. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you for the next episode of the No Mercy Podcast.